Hey there, Hal here, and welcome to this episode of the Take Your Shot podcast. Before I dive into today's episode, I just want to first say thank you for actively listening to this podcast. It is such an honor to be able to show up and be a part of your daily routine. And I know so many of you guys have been saying that you look forward to each week's episode and what's coming out. And so thank you so much for all the encouragement Uh, doing and launching this podcast, especially in the midst of a very busy wedding season has not been easy. But for you guys, it's been absolutely worth it. And I am just so honored and so thankful to be able to be doing this. And so I just want to say, First of all, thank you. And second of all, um, I would love your help if you could go ahead and share this on your Instagram story. Like just share a screenshot of the podcast if you've been enjoying it. Maybe a couple words if you guys have found it helpful. And just tag Take Your Shot Collective. I am really hoping to continue to build this community and it takes a village to do that. Um, And so uh, if you found it helpful and you could help spread the word about this podcast, that would be amazing and I'll be forever thankful for you. Um, So just wanted to say that real quick before I dive in and yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy today's show. You're listening to the Take Your Shop podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers and videographers looking to grow and scale their business. I'm your host, Hallie Heather, and my goal is for you to walk away feeling empowered and inspired as you continue to build a business that you're passionate about and that serves both you and your clients well. So whether you're operating as a side hustle or you're looking for tips and tricks on how to improve and scale your business, you, my friend, are in the right place. You don't have to figure it all out on your own, and I'm so glad you're here. All right, so today I had not actually planned about talking about this because I had a whole other episode planned, but um, through a recent conversation with a friend, I kind of realized, man, I, I, I feel like this is a very relevant topic to be talking about and something that I'm really passionate about something that I struggle with and I know so many other photographers and creative entrepreneurs are dealing with and that is the struggle of comparison. So um, if you've been doing this for a while or even if you're just getting started, we all struggle with comparison. It doesn't matter how long you've been in this game. (laughs) Comparison is very real, especially when you're working in the creative world. Um, And I just want to say, first of all, if, if you've been feeling discouraged this season or if you've been feeling like maybe you're overworked, maybe you're underworked and you're just looking at your your work and you're feeling a little like sick of it or maybe you're feeling a little mundane or just uninspired. Um, a big part of that might be comparison. Um, I know for me, it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and feeling less about myself. You know, like you look at someone else's amazing work, as, whether it's on social media or through prints or magazines or, or whatever, wherever you consume your media, um, You might look at other people's work and then maybe think like, man, like that's really inspiring. Or maybe comparison can creep in and you feel, man, like I'm so far away from that. And it can make you feel almost like you're really small and like you're never going to make it and those things. And so I really want to talk about comparison. I really want to speak into that. And as someone who seriously struggles with this so much and has had to really overcome this a lot in my career, especially um, even when it comes to doing this podcast, I've had to overcome a lot of comparison. And so I really want to hopefully encourage you guys today and just talk a lot about that. So to start, let's talk about what are some of the emotional impacts that comparison can have on creative entrepreneurs? So uh, the first would be self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Now, kind of what I was saying before, when you are constantly on Instagram or social media and looking at what other work other people are putting out there, it can be so easy to get down on yourself and think, man, like my stuff is not good enough. It can breed self-doubt. It can breed imposter syndrome. And 
I think when we look at our success against others, we feel like we're not enough or that we don't truly belong in the industry. We might even think I'm not good enough to be doing this or do I actually deserve the success I've achieved? Like these thoughts are so, so prevalent and I've done it myself. Like I've literally gone through so many times and just questioned, man, like, am I good enough to be doing this? Am I actually doing this right? Um, And I think when you're working on a business, especially on your own, Um, there's not really someone that you're reporting to telling you whether or not you're doing a good job. Like you kind of hear that from validation through people booking you through getting reviews and a big piece that we consistently are looking for is on social media. So you might be looking at how many likes your post got and um, comparing it to the person down the road who got more likes and think, man, like they must just be a better photographer or better um, creative than I am. And so it can be so hard when you have social media kind of creeping in and, and, and giving you this feedback that isn't necessarily accurate. Like it actually has nothing to do with you. Um, and so that can be a huge thing that can just really spiral and, and go south pretty fast. Um, another way can be anxiety and stress. So a constant comparison can create just this cycle of feeling like we must always be doing more or achieve more to keep up with everyone in the industry. Um, there's different trends that are coming out or different uh, reels. That's like a whole thing. I could talk a whole bunch about reels, but like, oh man, I didn't get this trending audio. I didn't do this at the right time. Like, marketing ourselves and making sure that we're staying on top of things can be so tough. And so it can become very anxiety inducing. And especially when you work for yourself and it feels like the work just never ends, right? Like, oh, if I'm not posting today and other people are, I might not get seen or I might become irrelevant or the algorithm might not like me. And so comparison can be so tough. And just looking at what other people are doing and feeling like, man, like I... I can't keep up with this and it can just be so, so, so discouraging. So that is another way that I think it can have an effect on us. And another one I want to talk about is diminished self-worth. So when we compare ourselves to like everyone else's highlight reels and then taking it and looking at, okay, their highlight reel, but then comparing it to the messiness of our day-to-day life. Um, This is just an unrealistic comparison that we make. And this is one that I can think be one of the most harmful ones because you're not seeing everyone's rough drafts. You're not seeing the eight video takes that they didn't post before they posted the one on their stories. Or you didn't see the 20 photos that they took before posting the one that just got a million likes or whatever. Um, That can be just so hard. And I think when we're looking at consistently every single person's highlight reels and looking at just what everyone is posting and thinking, man, like my stuff doesn't look like that. It's because you're not making the most accurate comparison. You're looking at the finished product versus the process. And um, that's one of the things that I try to do a lot better job at on social media and maybe need even need to do more of it. But just like showing up and being real. I think there's so many people who put this pressure on themselves where they have to be perfect. They can't, they can't be messy. They can't make mistakes and they have to have everything very well polished. And that's something that I think can just be a really harmful culture and that's one that I'm seeing a lot in the industry especially in the creative and photography world and so um, yeah that's something that we're all dealing with. So if you're someone who has been just feeling in the midst of a really busy season uh, just really bogged down by comparison maybe you're looking at the weddings you've been shooting and comparing it to the weddings that other people are shooting and thinking man like I wish I could book weddings like that or maybe you're looking at the lack of weddings. Everyone else is busy and you're not shooting weddings and you wish you were. And that can be really troublesome. And so I just really would love to reframe the whole comparison thing and really 
help you guys with just some really helpful mindset shifts that have helped me in my career as I've gone through and really battled this myself. And so kind of shifting gears and talking through the mindset shifts that have really helped me in battling comparison and when I've found that to be just the cycle that I'm in. The first thing I would say if you're dealing with this is stop making the competition about you. Stop taking it personally when someone else books a wedding that you wish you would have booked. Or if someone else is finding success, making that somehow equal to you failing. You know, someone else's success does not equal your failure. Just because someone just booked a wedding doesn't mean that's one less wedding that you could book. Um, I think that's really coming at it with the scarcity mindset and really viewing it as, man, like there's only X amount of weddings and someone just took a piece of the pie that I was hoping to eat. Um, that That's just not the case. Like there's always going to be people that connect with you. There's always going to be people who are booking weddings. There's an abundance of that. We live in a very populated world. (laughs) So I guarantee you, you do the right marketing, you take the right strategies, you will find those people. Um, And so someone else's success does not equal your failure. That does not mean you didn't do something right. That doesn't mean you can't do something right. I think looking at other people's success and instead reframing it and being able to celebrate them and being really happy for them and genuinely excited for them in their business should be encouraging. In fact, watching someone book a wedding, let's say someone booked this amazing three-day excursion elopement in Italy and you're like, man, that's crazy that my friend just do that. You should be looking at that and thinking, man, that's cool. That exists. I could do that in my business. And if you even have a connection with that photographer, if it was your friend who booked that, um, you should be like, hey, let me know if you need a second shooter because I would love to do that with you. You know, find opportunities, not threats. Like, don't look at people as a threat. Don't look at it as saying something negative about your business. And so just keep in mind that just because someone else did something that you want to be doing doesn't mean you can't do it too. And so that is a scarcity mindset. And I think it's so important to recognize that and just be honest with yourself when that happens because that's not serving you and that's not serving them. That's not serving the industry. And that's probably not going to help you move forward in your business. So as you have these thoughts and as you're thinking and getting down on yourself, like really look at it and be like, okay, like where do I need to check my heart and how do I need to reframe this? Because like I was saying, someone else's success does not necessarily say anything about you. In fact, we should never be looking at the competition and getting down at ourselves um, because the only person we should ever be comparing ourselves with is ourselves, right? Like you should be looking at your wedding that you're shooting this upcoming weekend and compare that to the wedding you just shot last weekend. Um, That is where you need to be comparing yourself with. There's absolutely no one else to compare with other than yourself because that is one that is relevant. As long as you're looking at your business and your goals and really taking it to the next step, like, okay, I just did this and I did that great. Like looking at how can I do that better the next time? That's going to be way more helpful. And that's actually going to contribute to making you a more successful photographer and business owner than looking at what other people in the competition are doing and, and viewing that as where you need to be competing. Because at the end of the day, you can compete with yourself. You might not be able to compete with someone else. And that's not to say they're better than you, but really like you don't know what their goals are. You don't know where they've been. You don't know where they're going. You might not know the ins and outs of who they are, what types of clients they're working with. Like maybe on Instagram, you're seeing the highlight reels, but maybe those clients are not people you'd want to connect with. You don't know that. And so comparing with yourself is the best way to really move forward as a business owner and photographer so that you can actually have a benchmark and actually know exactly who you're competing with, which is yourself. So next, I want to talk through just how I navigate the anxiety and stress and pressures I feel of going through and dealing with comparisons. So one thing that I do is I, as a business owner and someone who 
has definitely been on the hamster wheel of social media <laughs> from different seasons in my life. I always feel empowered to take a break. In fact, one of the best things I ever did, it was a couple of years ago where I took like a literal like one or two month break off of social media. I deleted it off my phone. I literally didn't touch it. Um, I basically just took a step away because I was finding my own mental health journey um, in a place where I needed to take that was my priority. Like I needed to take care of my mental health. I needed to take care of just reducing anxiety in my life and social media was absolutely not helping with that. And so one thing I did was I actually just deleted the app off my phone, took a complete break. And that was so good for me. It really helped me to, um, first of all, kind of break the addiction and need for constantly posting because I think I felt like, oh, if I don't post, I'm going to be behind and I need to do this, this and this. And there's always going to be another thing to post. There's always going to be another trend to hop on. There's always going to be X, Y, and Z when it comes to uh, social media and managing that. And it can really, really, really affect your anxiety. For me, I, I'm a high sensing person. I've been diagnosed with anxiety. Um, I have medication that I sometimes have to take for that. And there is zero shame in that. So if you are someone who struggles with anxiety in your business and social media has been a big part of that, just know you're not alone. And it is okay to seek counseling, go to therapy, get help, seek medical help. Um, those are all things I've had to do in my own life. And to taking a break from social media in conjunction with that has been so good. And it helps me come back when I do show up on social media to know that I'm not doing this because I have to. I'm not doing this because I'm trying to keep up with everyone else in my industry. In fact, when you just like erase all of that from your mind when you show up and truly just view it as I'm showing up because I want to connect with my followers. I want to connect with future brides. I want to connect with people in my network and I really want to expand my network and, and, and really view it as social media, right? Like we are socially trying to connect and genuinely be ourselves. Like that has been so freeing. And like I show up and I just authentically am who I am. I share stories. I'm not perfect. And in fact, I'm not trying to only post the highlight reels. And sometimes Sometimes you lose sight of that when you get in the rhythm of posting and you're like, okay, man, like I've, I've got a lot of really great things to share. You know, you've, as a photographer, maybe are really proud of your work, like share that. But also just know that you don't have to show up just because everyone else is. And that's going to probably like add a lot of anxiety to your life if you're constantly trying to keep up with every single person and every single trend. And so just giving yourself permission to step away and not feel like you have to keep up with something that is not on your plate. Like, <laughs> please don't add that to your plate. And the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to just mindset shifts and how to really protect yourself as a creative is just this reminder that like we're all making art here. And one of my favorite sayings, and I actually have like a little letter board in my office that says this, it says make bad art. And, and what that means for me, at least, is, you know, every artist is going to have to go through this like kind of phase of making and creating and, you know, when you put yourself in this box and thinking everything you have to create has to be Instagram worthy or everything you create has to be beautiful, um, that's really going to hold yourself back when it comes to getting into the like act of creating. Because like I was saying before, with social media, you're only seeing people's highlight reels. You're not seeing all their like rough drafts, right? Um, and so I think when you compare yourself all the time, you're thinking, man, everything this person puts out is gold. Um, and you think everything you have to put out is gold too. And when you start creating and it's not as good as you want it to be, or you're looking at it and it's just like, man, like this is trash. Like I can't post this. Like that you're in the maker phase. Like you are in that place where you are able to create. And, and I think when you just go into it, like sit down at your desk or pick up your camera, knowing 
today I'm going to make bad art because the more bad art you make, the closer you get to the good stuff. And you don't just create something the first time and it's a work of art. You know, like there is rough drafts. There is space for that. People have sketchbooks and you should be like going out and doing your own shoots and trying to get that practice and that work in because what you create, it's going to take time for it to be this masterpiece. Um, Masterpieces don't just happen. Um, And there's this really cool analogy I heard once and it's basically kind of this comparison of like being an artist to being a cook, right? Like you, maybe you're a foodie and maybe you love eating out and you love going to restaurants and eating all the food, but then when you're at home making it yourself, it doesn't taste as good. And you're like, man, like why does it not taste good? Well, the people who make good food are the people who put in the work. They practice, they learn the spices, they learn the different chemistry, they learn um, just the different flavors and, and what goes into making a good meal. And and they practice. Like chefs don't just happen. Like you're putting in the work, you're following recipes, you're trying different things, you're empowered to put your own spin on it and, and make, make really good food. And so um, as an artist, like you might be, like maybe you're used to eating at a five-star restaurant and you're comparing your kitchen to that and you're going to have to take time to get there. But the thing that's beautiful and the thing that's great is you know what tastes good. And so as you're making things, you know, oh, that tastes good or, oh, you know, that doesn't taste as great as it could be and and kind of view it as this, okay, you have really good taste. You have really good art inside of you. You just have to put in the work to get there and, and giving yourself that creative freedom to make bad art until you can get to the good stuff. So that has been something that has really helped me in my creative journey, especially when it comes to comparison and just really not trying to keep up with everyone, not trying to do something for the sake of doing it, not looking at other people's success and viewing it as my failure and also just giving myself space to create bad art. I think it's just there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves and I think a lot of that stems from comparison. So my hope and encouragement to you today is um, to just like go out, make bad art and stop really focusing so much on what other people are doing and instead just compare yourself to yourself like look at your journey where you're at where you want to be and and just make small goals and set small steps to get there don't play small don't undervalue yourself don't compare your day one to someone's day 100 or your year one to someone's year 10 it's it's gonna take time everyone's gonna be at a very different state because everyone's on their own journey and you my friend are doing great and I just want you to know that today because you're putting in the time you're putting the effort you clearly have the passion and just don't give up don't give up because someone else is finding success don't give up because you find that you're overwhelmed trying to keep up with social media and don't give up because maybe your art doesn't taste as good as you want it to I promise my friend you put in the work and you'll get there So thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Take Your Shot podcast. I would love to invite you to join my free online community. As you know, running a full-time creative business can be super hard and you don't have to do it alone, my friend. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I've started this free online community. So you can find the link below in the show notes and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Take Your Shot podcast. If you found this podcast helpful or insightful, we would absolutely be honored if you could take a moment to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And lastly, we absolutely love connecting with you all on social media. You can find us using the links below in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.